Welcome back to the Mr. 314 Podcast Network, where today I'm going to be joined by uh, joined by Lauren. We're going to first start off talking about the NFL. We're going to talk about his Saints. They made multiple moves. We're going to talk about that, see how he feels about the Saints. Then we're going to get into my Patriots. Of course, talk about the Bucks. talk about Brady, Gronk, all of that. And we're going to touch on other uh parts of the draft as well as how the conferences in the NFL are stacking up up to this point and then we're going to get into The Last Dance the great documentary that's been on ESPN the last few weeks talking about um, the 90s Bulls and we're going to talk about some of our main takeaways from the first four episodes of uh, the documentary so let's get into the conversation we start off we're going to talk about Lawrence Saints they re-signed Drew Brees then Sunday morning we get, you know, there's notification out that they're talking with Jameis Winston um, about bringing him in as the backup. And then later in the day on Sunday, it comes out that they've given Taysom Hill $21 million, $16 million guaranteed. They got a lot going on with the quarterback situation. So let's start off our conversation there. What are your yeah. thoughts on the Saints are doing? Uh, at the quarterback position going into next season? Uh, I think if you look at the, the Saints roster, uh, especially with this last draft, I think they did two things. Um, not only did they set themselves up for a potentially great future, the maximizing uh, Drew's last year. I, I don't know if you heard, but Drew Brees is supposed to have a, a commentator deal on the table. So this is supposed to be his last year. I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. So um, with that in mind, they took Jameis, who I think in the right situation uh, is going to be a a really good addition to the Saints. Uh, If you look at all the pieces that he has around him, uh, one of the best uh, head coaches, one of Mm -hmm. the best receivers in the league, one of the best running backs in the league, and one of the best offensive lines in the league, uh, as well as playing indoors in a dome. Uh, all of those things set Jameis up. If he can sit behind Drew Brees and really learn the craft, uh, he, he he should take off like a rocket next year. I know Sean Payton is an offensive genius. I, mm-hmm. I, I know that. I understand that. I respect that. Him investing in Jameis Winston, that showed a lot of confidence in what he feels that he can do and also, you know, the weapons around him. Uh, would you Are you comfortable going into next season, you know, after Breeze's last season, with Jameis as your quarterback one and Taysom Hill as your quarterback two? As long as all the other pieces are around him, I do. Um, and let's not forget, Jameis Winston threw a lot of touchdowns last year. Yeah. The only the bad side is he threw a lot of interceptions and turned the ball over a lot. So I feel like this year is going to allow him to really look at, okay, let me look at Drew. What does he do? How does he prepare for games? What does he see on the field? Watch film with him and Sean and really break down what's the best option. Because I think a lot of the mistakes that Jameis makes, they're, they're mistakes of trying to hit the home run instead of taking what the defense gives you, learning how to uh, 
maybe hit the hit the the tight end, take the easy pass, take the couple of yards, and really soften up the defense. So if he takes this year, really buckles down and learn from Drew and Sean, he he should be good. And, and I have confidence in that. And I look you look at it, Teddy Bridgewater's the complete opposite. Teddy Bridgewater was taking the check downs. He wasn't pushing the ball down the field if it was nothing there. And look what he did, though. He turned that to a three-year, 60-something million-dollar contract. Correct. And when you look at if, if I'm Jameis, if I'm Jameis, I look at it like this is going to be most likely a one-year prove-it deal. Maybe a one, maybe a two-year, you know, with uh, you know, with some incentives or something like that, whatever the case might be. If I'm Jameis, he's at that pivotal part point in his career where if Sean Payton can't can't help him, he's not gonna he's not gonna be in the league. He's not gonna be in the league. I completely agree. <laughs> if Sean Payton can't help you, um, and you look at the situation like you said, I'm looking at the Saints depth chart. You got you got Kamara, and you still got Latavius Murray, who's a great number two running back in the league. Mm-hmm. And I forgot you guys went out and got Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. He still, still got something in the tank. He almost caught the game-winning catch in the Super Bowl. Just a little yeah. bit thrown over his head a little bit, but he was wide open deep in the fourth quarter. Well, too, I was saying, going back to, to the fact that they not only max, maximized uh, the next upcoming years, they maximized Drew Brees' last year. They're like, right, well, we gonna, if this is going to be it, we're going to make sure you got everything possible to win. We're going to get you a great number two receiver. You already have a great number one receiver. You already have a great running back in the offensive line. We're going to sure up. We're going to try to get some more pieces on the defensive end. They, they, they are trying to make sure if he's going out, he's going out with the best chance of what everything is going down in Tampa right now. It's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout for the the person in that in the NFC South to come out on top. So yeah, you all yeah, because you all how did how did Janoris play last year? I don't was he how was he? Um, you know he's okay. You don't want to talk about it or I don't. I'm just asking. Know, I'm not being funny because I'm looking at your depth chart and I I just. I'm not, I just want to. I don't remember how Janoris played last year. He I know Lattimore kind of took a step back. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He didn't really take a a significant step forward, and he didn't have any any plays, in my opinion, that really pushed him and, and kind of. He didn't hit, have any. Oh man, he didn't have any. I can't believe kind of plays. You know what I right. mean? Right. Where, right. And I understand the offense is really centered around Kamara and and Mike. Right. But when Drew throws you the ball, that's the good thing about like even I, I, I give a lot of credit to somebody like uh the our other receiver. Oh man, what's his name? Uh the, 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 the junior. Um uh, Ted again. They came from um Dolphins. Oh, is it Dolphins? Dolphins? Yeah. Or was it? Or was it? Or was it? Uh, he he's gone now, right? I know you guys got is it Traquan Smith, which you all drafted him. Was it a couple of years ago you all drafted him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the thing about again, he was our burner 
But, right. of course, like I said, the offense is centered around Mike, so you're not going to get a bunch of touches. But Ken made those catches when he needed to. Right. So, I think we'll be really good this year. We got we have to be really good this year because I definitely want Drew to – if he can get to one more – if he can just get to one more Super Bowl, I yeah. it's going to be really tough for him to beat any of those AFC teams whether it be the Chiefs or the Ravens or there's another team. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it gotta that. There's got to be another team. I'm, I'm forgetting, man. There got to be one We'll get more. to that later. Hey, don't worry about it. We, we, we're going to get to that later. We'll get to that later. Uh. You all still got you got some playmakers on the defensive side, especially in the front seven. Cameron yep. Jordan is great. Uh, Davenport, yep. Demario Davis, you got some playmakers. Malcolm Jenkins, he still got some tread on the tires. You know, got, yep. you know, he still got some tread on the tires. So, like you said, I think it's definitely a win now season for the Saints. The un- only unfortunate thing is half the NFC is in win now mode. That's the only unfortunate thing. <laughs> Oh, the NFC, the playoffs in the NFC is all about position at this point. Um, I mean, it's about four or five. Like, <laughs> definitely, they can win a Super Bowl. Well, they can get to a Super Bowl. Like, five teams, easy. And I'm just – that's just off the top of my head. Like, it might be more than that. I think it's more. I think you had to put – you said that – then we talk about that realistically could get to a Super Bowl if everything – you know, if most of everything, you know, went right. right. Thank you for listening to the Mr. 314 Podcast Network, where our roster of experts deliver analysis and insight that cannot be found anywhere else. Thank you again for listening. I would have to put the Eagles and the Cowboys in that group. Then you'd have to put the Packers and the Vikings. Then you have to put the Saints. And you got to put the Bucks in there now. And then you also got to put the 49ers, the Seahawks, maybe the Rams. I don't – I might not put the Rams in there. but I don't trust the Rams right now, man. I have, I I have no faith. The Rams will be back in St. Louis by 2030. What? They're not coming back to St. Louis. Um, the Rams <laughs> will be back in St. Louis <laughs> by 2030. Tw- I, 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 I'll say between 2030 to 2035. I think the Chargers will leave before the Rams, though. Okay. I think the Chargers may be in St. Louis. One of those teams will be in St. Louis <laughs> by 2030 <laughs> to 2035. Oh, my goodness. Because neither oh. Those teams right now are going to be winning teams, and LA is not a football team, uh, football town to begin with. So you got two bad football teams in a city that's not a football town, and the Lakers are really good, and the Dodgers are really good. Boy, they ain't worried about them football tickets. But, but forget about the Lakers and the Dodgers. The weather's really good. The beaches are really good. There's a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> you don't got to watch your media. It's not like in St. Louis or the Midwest where, you know, this time of year, yeah, let's go to the Cardinals game. Even if they're 10 games under 500, 
there's not a lot of things to do in the winter, you know, when it's kind of cold outside. Yeah. There, the weather's good. Um, there's a lot of things to do besides watching an eight and eight at best team like the Chargers or the you know, Rams. Again, I'm getting ripped for saying that, but uh, the Rams signed a lot of bad contracts. I said that at the time, I got ripped. I was like, the girly deal, he is a questionable knee. Golf deal, but I guess you had to do the golf deal. Cooks, I don't know why you paid Cooks that much money. Um, and now they got all that dead money on their cap. You have to move those contracts, yes. but you still got that dead money on your cap. Um, I, I think that window's closed. I, 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 I think the yeah. Cooks and the golf deal both were head scratchers to me. Yeah. Uh, those are the golf ones. Like, uh, Todd Gurley, I get why they paid him because at the time he was the best running back in the league. Right. Um, and while his knee was a little bit questionable back then, wasn't like, oh, yeah, he, he's going to – we could see the immediate downfall. But, man. <laughs> golf was early. Like, I think they did the golf thing a year before they had to. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think they should have did that. They should have waited. I think, I think the Eagles are probably feeling the exact same way. Well, and that's probably why they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and Cooks, that was just an overpay. And he, here's here's what I'll say, and I know people I, people going to laugh at me, go off for me. I believe that Aaron Donald could possibly be the best defensive player in the league, but to invest that much money uh, from your cap on a D-tackle, I just don't think that's a winning formula. And again, I, I, Aaron Donald's great. I, 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 I mean, I could be wrong. I just don't feel that investing that much money like they did in the running back position and like they did in defensive tackle position is really a formula for winning maybe long term. Like, you know, they went all in. To, they went to the Super Bowl. They went all in for that short window. But long term, I don't think that's uh, a recipe. Well, I think that's, that was part of it. I think I think their mindset was with a new team in LA, mm-hmm. if we can get here and win the championship, we got the city on lock. Right. And it just it, it just didn't work out. And so now they're looking at a bunch of bad contracts and a city that's already not really filling them. I'm telling you, man, one of them teams ain't gonna make it. Somebody come to buy this team. No, I, I agree with you on that. I'm looking at their their depth chart. Oh boy, um, it's a lot of blank spots on here. Like, how do you, I mean? But oh, I, now you got uh, your receivers. Now you got Woods and Coop. I mean, Cooper Cup was a good like three, but now he's your two. Robert Woods is your one, I guess. Yeah. Oh, then your running backs. So their number one running back is is it Darrell or Daryl Henderson Jr. Is it Darrell or Daryl? Does it matter? I don't even. Oh my goodness, this is anyway. No, it's not gonna be good, man. This is flat out. It's not gonna be good. I mean, they like they got playmaker. They got like the thing with their defense is they got the two people you would want, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But after that, I don't even recognize a lot of the names. I mean, I'm not. I mean, John Johnson the third is cool. Troy Hills, okay. That's 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 ugly. Um, we gonna find I out how good McVay is really fast, 
really, really, really fast. Yeah, I think we already did find out, but I'm I'm not even I'm not I'm not going to bury him. I think we already know, you know, how good he is. Hey, um, so and then, yeah, I, I think he's a good coach, but I mean, he's, I mean, I'll take McDaniel's over him. But okay, here's here's what here's what I did. So, you know, let's, let's get to the Bucks because everybody, hey, you know, I, you know, I got to I got to touch on them, and you do too. Oh, you know, they're in your division, so you got to touch on them too. Um, yeah, so I looked at their offensive depth chart. I knew that was going to be pretty good. Um, maybe they can use a running back. Ronald Jones the second is okay, but I know they drafted they drafted the one guy who's kind of like a um, you know uh, McCaffrey James White type. But they got Evans Godwin, and you got Gronk, OJ Howard, Cameron Bray. I mean, I mean the weapons they they got the weapons. They shored up the the O line. My thing was, but who do they got on defense? I forgot that they mm-hmm. still <laughs> they got Sue, who still I mean he can give you at least a season or two with Brady. Yep. They got is it Vita Via? He's good. I don't know. I probably mispronounced his name, but I know he's good. I remember when he got drafted. He's good. They got Pierre Paul still. They got Levante David, who still got something left. Shaquille yep. Barrett. Yeah, uh, I'm like, oh my god, the front seven is really good. Now the secondary, they drafted Antoine Winfield Jr. to uh, help out in the secondary. The secondary is okay, but they got a strong front seven. How how much of a threat are the Bucks to the Saints right now? The way you look at them, oh, they're by far the biggest threat in this AFC. I mean, NFC South, by far. How about the NFC? By far. Um... I I have I have them splitting those games, man. I, I I see I see New Orleans winning in New Orleans. I see Tampa winning in Tampa. To be completely honest, do question this. This is a question. Brady showed some slippage last last season, kind of a little bit the year before too. What do, whoa, do whoa, you? Whoa. I don't I don't agree with that statement. Oh, okay. 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 I will not say he showed slippage. What I will say is he is start he he's he didn't one, he didn't have the weapons around him that he okay. needed. He's not he this ain't oh four Brady where you can just give him five guys off the street and he can mm-hmm. get you a Super Bowl. So he needs a little help. And that's the one thing he was not getting in okay. the world. I mean, not New Orleans, uh, New England at all. Okay. 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 All right. So you, so you're, you're expecting, um, I won't say vintage Tom Brady. That's not fair. But you're expecting Brady to feed Evans, feed Godwin, Gronk exactly. do his thing. You're, exactly. you're expecting them to be a top five offense in the league this season. Absolutely. Top five. Okay. Top five. Okay. Leagues. What are you expecting from Gronk? About the same thing I expected from uh, Witten this last year. That's uh, really be a, yeah. a good locker room presence. Um, help the other tight ends. Um, help them get familiar with Tom. Um, be there for the occasional big play. Mm-hmm. But that's really it. Uh, help okay. with blocking. Definitely help yeah. with blocking. 
Yeah. I think that's where his biggest thing is, is blocking. Because that his last year with the in New England, his blocking was probably the best thing he brought to the table. I mean, and of course him being a threat too alone. But oh, man, yeah. his his blocking was was amazing. So I mean you you uh, Gronk, you're always gonna have to respect Gronk. Um you can't be like, oh, it's just he's he's old and he's retired and he came back. Right. No, I would not I would not assume that. Um, right, but expecting Gronk to be the monster that he was, nah, them days over with. And they may Especially not even need with to those, those two young tight ends that Tampa Bay has. Oh, Brady can't wait. It's been a long time since Brady had two really good tight ends. Remember the last time that happened? We remember <laughs> the the results the results on the field that they had. And unfortunately, the results off the oh, field. Didn't yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that broke my heart. Because anyway, I don't want to talk about. I ain't gonna talk about Aaron Hernandez on here, man. But he was he was awesome. He um, was. He was awesome, man. Because they put him in the backfield sometimes. He was. A, they they're putting a lot of tight ends as wide receivers now. But he would go in the backfield and they would do no huddle. He would take some handoffs like he was a running back. <laughs> it was it was amazing. You want to know what's difficult? Try playing Madden with a 58 overall quarterback. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Jared Stedham. But you know what's not difficult? Listening to the Mr. 314 Podcast Network. We're on multiple formats, including Google Podcasts and Spotify. We appreciate you listening to the show, and let's get back to the show now. Um, okay. Also... Any just in NFC, one more thing quickly. The Packers drafting um the quarterback love. Any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on that? Move the most disrespectful <laughs> drafting pick I've seen in a long time. <laughs> if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm so you you won't see me till training camp. <laughs> Don't call me. No when Zoom I come to training camp. I'm doing my training camp. I ain't staying for no additional meetings. I'm doing my training camp and I'm leaving. <laughs> Don't ask oh. me nothing. I, I that 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 was a that was knowing who Aaron Rodgers is. That was a bold move by them. Because he's not like he ain't gonna handle it like when when the Patriots drafted Jimmy G in the second round. No. He's not gonna handle it like Brady, who's like, "Cool, you get him, but I'm still gonna take us to the Super Bowl, and you're not gonna be able to keep him." He's not that type of dude. No, so he ain't wired like that. He, <laughs> he ain't wired like that at all. He is going to wear his emotions on his sleeves, and uh-huh. it's it's not gonna be. It's, thank you, Packers, because in my opinion. You have sold the destruction of your own team, which is, helps me because that's another team in the NFC that I don't have to worry about. Yeah, that's they didn't get any they didn't get any wide receivers. They yeah, I don't I, what, I don't, what I don't know about doing? What are the Packers doing? Can some any Packers fan please explain to me their their mindset right now? Because I don't see it. I don't see it and I don't get it. The the one thing, you know, here's what I think that they see. 
I kind of see it a little bit, and some people may see it, but you still just wouldn't you you just wouldn't say it. I think they feel like that NFC championship run last year was a mirage. And they're they're they aren't really like a player or two from going to the Super Bowl. Like a lot of people feel like, well, hey, you were just in, in the NFC title game. I mean, you got the doors blowing off of you because you couldn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> Motion. <laughs> you know, but people might feel like, hey, you guys are maybe you get you give, you know, Rogers, get him a weapon in the first round, maybe shoot up that front seven. In it on the draft, and you guys are a player or two away from the Super Bowl, but I think they don't look at it that way. I think they look at it as if, you know, we were 13 and three last year, but Rodgers hasn't been the same Aaron Rodgers that we've expected. We really, but they haven't put anything around them. So I think they're looking at it like, I know we made it to the NFC title game, but we may have to start preparing for the future. Now, there's something happened behind the scenes we don't know between maybe Rodgers and um, what's the new guy, the new coach's name, because his name slips my mind right now. Uh, LaFleur, did something happen? I don't know. I know that I heard that he didn't know they were going to make that pick. I heard they told him they were going to get him some weapons, and then they went and did that. So they went and got him a weapon, all right. <laughs> what's a wildcat? What's a wildcat uh, stuff? Boy. Yeah, that's, that's that's all bad. Um, how do you think Wentz is going to react with Hurts in Philly? Uh, I'm sure Wentz is going to pray that he doesn't get hurt and his backup quarterback doesn't take them to the playoffs. Because if that it happens happened. again, it can't happen again. <laughs> well, all right, you say that, but if it happens, no. Again, I'm just saying for his for his sanity and his career, it can't happen again. It just can't. It's okay. happened too many times already. Here's the <laughs> thing. He has a track record of getting hurt. Yeah. Like, that's his track record. Flat yeah. out. He gets hurt just about every season for a bunch of games. So again, and the team doesn't get worse. That's the, that's the scariest part about no, it. The no. team does not get worse. Which, which, I, when when Wentz got his money, I scratched my head because I looked at the team and I was like, I feel like the team got him that money, not he earned that money, right? But now, yeah. if it happens again, Wentz going to end up in Jacksonville or the Colts. He going to end up one of them teams because. There ain't no point in keeping them. This, in my opinion, in my opinion, this upcoming season is a make it or break it season for about four quarterbacks. It's a make it break it a season for Teddy Bridgewater. It's a make it or break it season for Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, mm, probably Mariota as well. Like all oh, with Derek Hardy. Yeah, these are all yeah. make it or break it seasons for all of those quarterbacks because oh, I forgot Dak. Dak. Well, well, if he don't get a long term deal, well, I don't. You know what though? He has a leash though. He can have a bad season and get a contract next year. You know what I mean? I well, I think he can go. I think he can have a bad bad season and get a contract, but he ain't gonna get that payout that he should get. Well, that's true too. Yeah, 
Yeah, his more is is the is the amount of the contract more than some of these other guys may not get a contract. Mariota or Derek Carr could be uh, uh, relegated to permanently backing up or not being in the league with another Correct. bad season. Correct. Yeah, but I see what you said with Dak. Like, if he wants that forty mil he's looking for, yeah, he 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 has to get them to the playoffs and make some noise. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I don't even. Yeah, I'll get into the playoffs because it's he's he's pretty much got them to the playoffs every season except for last season, which uh, I don't know how much of that I put on Dak. But anyway, the point right. is, if he get, he got to like be phenomenal if he want that kind of money because right. if I'm a as and I hate to say, say this because Jerry Jones is one of the few owners that's known for blowing money, but if I'm right. looking at the quarterback landscape. And I'm looking at at the Rams, and I'm looking at at the the Eagles, and I'm looking at all these teams and the paid these quarter. I'm looking at the Vikings. I'm looking at all these teams and the pay these so so quarterback. And I'm like, mm, I don't yeah. know. I don't know that. So he has to not only be good, he got to be great. Well, and that's why we're in the situation because yep. the, these these contracts, as you seen with the Rams, it'll make that win. It'll just shut that window right on you before you even know it. Windows, windows shut. Yeah. Um, going over to the AFC briefly, you said Philip Rivers should go to the couch. The Colts made him their primary targeted free agency. How do you see that turning out this season for the Colts? Philip Rivers going to the couch or the announcers booth? <laughs> Look, man, I don't think we need to see any more from Phillip Rivers. I don't think anything – the only thing that could change our opinion of Phillip Rivers is if, if he wins a, a championship or two. And we both know he ain't going to win two. And, and if he go to the Colts, he definitely ain't going to win one. So stop it. Just, just go sit down. Uh, Okay. The Texans, they moved off of – um. Oh my goodness! That was so long ago. I forgot it. I forgot the receiver's name. Oh my goodness! DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. They moved out there. DeAndre Hopkins. They did. They did just. They did just give uh, Watson his fifth year. Um, of course. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Texans moving forward after winning that division last year? Because that division, man, you got those teams. You know, you got the Texans, the Titans, and the Colts, kind of right there fighting for it. The Titans re-signed Tannehill. Where do you see that division going this year? I was so high on the Texans before they made that trade. Like I had, mm-hmm. you know, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to, you know, handle that that division no problem. Now, right. if I'm Watson, man, I'm trying to get out of there. I'm trying to get out of there. I already can see how this organization is going to be ran. I don't want no part of it. No part of it. You are listening to the Mr. 314 Podcast Network, where our roster of experts deliver analysis and insight not found anywhere else. Now, back to the show. Look, 
Not even a little bit. If I here's the funny thing. If I was Watson, depending on depending on if if the Patriots do what they're supposed to do, I'm trying to go to one of those teams in the AFC East, whether it be Miami or uh New England. That's where I would try to go. But, that division, that division right now is 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 oh, at a point by far the weakest, by far the weakest because there's no clear cut winner anymore. And, and that's why when the Dolphins got Tua, that could possibly possibly shift the division for the next decade. If Tua can be the guy we saw in Alabama and stay healthy, that 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 could push them. Um, real quickly. Real quickly, I looked at the Patriots depth chart. I was, you know, all the moves have been made, and I looked at it, and we, I still, I don't love our weapons, but we still, we got Edelman, who's at the end, but he's still reliable. I think Sanu is going to be better. We went and got Marcus Lee. I'm sorry, sorry. it sounded like you said Sanu is going to be better. Not sure. I'm surely you couldn't have said that. So I'm on. I think what, he's what going to saying? be better. He's. I think he's going to be what he was in Atlanta. You know, which he'll, is he'll average to not very good. We'll take the average. He'll be average. Now, here, here, here's where it gets good. Nikhil Harry, our first round pick last year, he's going to take a step forward. Then we're going to have we we got the two tight ends in the draft this year. Uh, Keen and uh, I can't, I know I pronounced the dude's name with an A, but he looked good on his highlight. So we're gonna get those, we're gonna get those guys going. We can, I, I say, uh, um, Isaiah Wynn, our left tackle, he's been hurt, he's gonna be healthy. We're gonna get him on the line. Our line is still steady. We got young guys, you know, Sony Michelle, who can still get better. James White is steady. Rex Burkhead, we know, you know what you're gonna get from him. If, as of right now, I've been watching Jared Stidham. I sent you the stuff to do. I'm watching Jared Stidham. You know, I'm watching yeah, what I'm saying. Jared Stidham highlights, dog. I couldn't. I busted my laughing. I'm looking at what he did last preseason. Big Bill has confidence in him for whatever reason. He has confidence in him. He's familiar with the system. Can Jared Stidham be, can he eventually become a Garoppolo slash Dak? I think McDaniels and Big Bill believe he can, so I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I believe in them. I I, I think the Patriots with them. We still got a top ten defense. I still think we got the pieces to be a, a team that can make some noise. Okay, so in that division, here's the things you, like you said. Here's the things that you have going for you. You still got the defense, and you still got the offensive line. And in football, yes. if you got a defense and an offensive line, that'll get you a good. Six to seven games, regardless exactly. of your yeah. quarterback, as long as he don't turn the ball over. Right. So if you got those two things and a quarterback that don't turn the ball over, you got a pretty good shot at come. Oh wait, no, you don't. I forgot about the Bills. Never mind. Yeah, nah, that ain't good. The, the, the Bills. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Bills are pretty good. Bills are pretty good, man. Bills are pretty oh, good. And Miami might be pretty good this year, too. I don't know, man. 
I like what those teams are doing. Buffalo went out and made the big move. They went to get Stephon Diggs. So they got Diggs. They got they got John Brown. They got the speed on the outside. Yep. Cole Beasley as well. Um, can, it, do do you believe in Josh Allen's the question? He's shown some signs, but then at other times, well, I don't know what, what he's doing. I will admit. What I took away from, especially that game against Houston, Give that boy, get that boy a little more experience. He's gonna be a problem because he almost popped Houston by himself. They so had this, him. They had yeah. him. They had yeah. Houston dead to rights. Yeah. So I think I think I think the Bills might I here's the thing. I think the Bills probably gonna win that division. Now it's really coming down to if the Patriots gonna make the wild card. And in the AOC, it's a high possibility, but still is a still <laughs> out there. Um, oh, you still got, I mean, the, I mean, you still got the, um, you still got Titans. Still, don't, don't sleep on the Titans. Would, would, would the Browns be better this season? I mean, it's a possibility. They could get, it's a possibility. Just saying. I don't know about them Browns, man. <laughs> I, they could get better. Can you know uh, the Broncos went and got some weapons in the draft? The Raiders went and got some guys too. They got some speed now on the outside. I mean, this the AFC is going to be tough. But the, the question, I think, tough is a bit of an overstatement. But all right. well, I mean, when, when I say tough, I mean as far as kind of like not tough like NFC at the top, but like that middle. I think that middle is going to get clogged up. I mean, it's, those, a, it's, it's, it's about two or two to three good teams that you know definitely <laughs> are coming out of the AFC, like without a shadow of a doubt. Like it's either going to be the Ravens, the Chiefs, maybe the Titans, maybe, maybe. maybe. Here's, here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. If Big Bill goes out and gets Cam, does that, your, the, 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 does that change your does that change your do you think a healthy Cam Newton coming into the Patriots culture do you think that they could possibly be a Super Bowl contender in that in that situation Ooh, Super Bowl contender oh. I mean I don't know That's, I don't I don't know I, 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 I think mean, that okay. definitely puts them puts them at the head of that division okay um, okay I think that puts a wrinkle in a lot of teams and how they planned on playing the Patriots. Um, I think if they get Cam and Cam is healthy, that's a good. You're looking at another probably 12 win, 12 to 13 mm-hmm. win season. Without Cam, you're looking at a yeah. good 10 to 9 win season. And I, and I don't know if that gets you into the wild card because there's going to be a lot of those 10 to 9 win teams in the AFC. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I, I'm just saying with the Patriots, we still got we still got the pieces on defense. We did lose some guys. I'm not saying we didn't lose anybody. I still think we could be a top 10 defense. I have to see more Jared Stidham. I, I want to give... I want to give Big Bill 
and McDaniels the benefit of the doubt. If they go through the draft, they go through free agency, they don't, you know, they don't make any moves, they must see something in this young man. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get the benefit of the doubt. I want to tell you what it is. The oh, reason no, no, Cam has not been signed yet is because either A, the money they're offering Cam, Cam doesn't feel like it's enough, or B, right. the things they're telling Cam, hey, this is what we're expecting from you, either Cam feels like he can't deliver on it or he doesn't want to deliver on it. But I'm sure, I can almost guarantee they have been in negotiations where there's been I know it ain't really been it's a lot of speculation but with the New Orleans I mean not New Orleans New England that's all you're going you ain't going to get a whole lot of rumors out of New England you're not right like that's not what they do but I can almost guarantee that's the only hold up because they know if they get Cam in that division he'll he can hold them over until either A Stedham gets to the point where they have enough confidence in him or B, right. they can go get a different quarterback to take them to the promised land. Or they can develop Cam into the quarterback that can get them to the promised land. One of those options. But if they don't sign Cam, dog, whew, whew, it's tough. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah, because yeah. playing Madden with a 58 overall quarterback is not fun. I'm like, dude, I press circle. Why is he throwing the ball to where a square at? I'm like, well, I threw it to circle. I don't I, – oh, my goodness. Oh, um, yeah, but you, you called that. I will – when we did the show back in February, you definitely brought up Cam Newton as a, somebody that could possibly be in a position to come into New England and, and – and, be a, a viable option for the Patriots. You called, you talked about how Brady would be awesome in, in Tampa when I don't think a lot of people were saying it back then yet. You no. brought it up on the show. You were like, man, they got some weapons out there. That'd be a good place for him to go. So I give you credit for that. And they got these reports coming out. The Patriots are not interested. They have, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta call them. I mean, let's stop. Let's, let's stop this. Stay I told you where he was going. <laughs> You did say that. You did say Mario Raiders. You did say that. So are, are are you are you are you saying that you feel like you think in the end of all in, Cam is going to end up in New England? Is that, is that what, what you feel? I do. Okay. I think they're going to figure out how to get him get him over there. Good. Good. I, I, I think he wants a starter kind. He wants a contract like Bridgewater or somebody. And they're like, dude, you come on now, <laughs> come on. And that's, I think injured? that's exactly what the hold up is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been injured, a little inconsistent. You are MVP, but that's been some years now. You know, we, we want to bring you in, but you know, you we we give you you know the deal. You come in and prove it that you're gonna make your money. So uh, that that I'm, uh, that'll be something that you know we're all gonna look out for. Interested to see how that turns out. Hopefully, we get Cam because man, playing Madden is not fun right now. All right. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed the show up until this point. There's been a lot of NFL talk, but now it's time to get to The Last Dance, the documentary on the 1990s Bulls dynasty. What were Lauren and I's main takeaways from the show? Let's listen in. We talked about the NFL. Let's get into The Last Dance, man. Documentary is awesome. It's been 
lot a lot of things I've learned. Again, we were, you know, like when Jordan won his first title, I was I was seven um, years old when Jordan won his first title. So a lot of these things I kind of knew about, but I'm just kind of digging into some things that I just that I didn't know either from being young or just the fact that there wasn't social media like there is now. Like I did, I forgot like how Jerry Krause wanted to break up the team and Phil Jackson wasn't coming back. I didn't remember that. And I'm like, I don't know. So you tell Phil Jackson, the best coach in the league at the time, that uh, hey, we give you his contract. You're not coming back next year. What? My man said you could go 82 and oh, <laughs> you not coming back. What? <laughs> and Mike, and Mike, the, the the best player in the league at the time. I'm not even gonna go into the historical perspective of it. I'm just gonna say, in that moment in time, you got the best coach in the league and the best player in the league. The best player in the league says, "I'm not coming back if the coach don't come back." You say, "Well, he ain't coming back." <laughs> what? Are, are you serious? No, I, I don't say no. Nah, he ain't coming back. Well, I'm like Michael said, I ain't coming back. Well, they was like, well, if you come back, you don't come back. Huh? We don't care. <laughs> we could do it either way. Like, bro, my, my conscience would bother me if I did some crazy stuff like that. If if Luca Luca go to, to Mark Cuban and Donnie Nelson, hey man, y'all get rid of Carlisle, man. I'm not coming back. Well, hey, <laughs> well, we we gonna bring in Atkinson from the from Brooklyn. So either you're gonna come and play with him. Or are we gonna trade you for ten cents on the dollar? Come on, man, that's, man. that's ridiculous, man. I, I I did not remember that, and again, I was a little bit younger at the time. But Jerry Krause in that first episode of two, he got lit up. He he was probably gonna be number one. Yeah, him and the owner, in my opinion, they uh, I don't understand it. The after the ninety ninety seven season, when the owner went. To go get field, that should have been as soon as Cross was like, "This gonna be his last year." He should, in his mind, as an owner, he should have been like, "Well, we didn't won two championships, and before that, we won three championships." <laughs> I don't know. That's what that's what made it didn't make sense to me looking at that yeah. at the doc because he went and got field for that one last year. And then he was like, all right, yeah, Phil, you can go. Krause is right. Like, that that makes zero sense. Zero I don't sense. get it. I don't – and people have tried to explain it. Like, well, you know, they, they were getting older. You know, Rodman was Rodman was pretty much done after that season. And Pippen was getting older. Injuries kind of piled up. And Pippen was – Some people say, well, you know, Jerry, Jordan Jerry was Krause 35. I mean, here's the thing. They talk about what Jerry Krause was doing this because he felt like he didn't get enough of the credit. And Jerry Krause didn't feel like he was respected. And if I'm the owner of the team, you can come to me. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me. You can say, hey, here, my plan for this is, you know, Phil Jackson, the reason we won all these titles and Michael Jordan, the only coach he'll play for, you know what? We're not going to retain him. I don't care what he does. We're not retaining him. Jordan says he's not going to come back. We don't need him. I'm going to look at you like, listen, um, I don't know what you just said, but but we're going to do what we need to do to keep Phil, thus therefore keep Jordan, 
And again, Pippen may be declining, but man, Pippen had at least a one, one or two more. He had another. He could need another playoff run. Or two. Here's he the had thing. clearly all of them had at least two to three more good playoff runs in them because Pippen went to Houston and played third, and then went to Portland and, Portland. and almost got to the finals with them. Jordan. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Rodman was done, but you could have feel it. Mark Ang is this. You keep Phil, Mike, Scotty. We'll figure out the rest. We'll exactly. figure out the rest. We'll figure out the rest. I'm not worried about the rest. We're going to figure that out. And they talk about, well, with the money, Jordan was making 33. And listen, you're going to make that money back. You're going to make that time 20. As long as you keep those guys together, you're winning. You got the play. You're making that money back. Let's not act like we just couldn't afford to keep them. You had to pay. You had to pay Mike another what a thirty, another thirty-eight or thirty-six million. You had to pay Scotty twenty-something million, and everybody else didn't pay four and four and below. So it didn't matter. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear the money. I want to hear about the money. The NBA is very fickle with their salary cap. You you can figure that out. Nah, it's, 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 it's a piece missing from that from that that people are not talking about. It's got to be. It's something missing. And Jerry Krause was one of the better GMs at finding the right pieces to put with that team. So again, I want to hear that. They would have made they, <laughs> something. Something else had to happen. It can't. It, I I I hope that the greatest dynasty, in my opinion, in sports was destroyed yeah. simply because of ego. If that's really what happened, that is so sad. And it, it, it's tragic. And that's again you said with Krause, he I mean he's one of the better he has to be considered one of the better executives of the modern era. If you look about look at what he did with Jordan, make sure you put the pieces around him, you know, to for them to have uh, that dynasty, two three piece. I, and when I think about it, I'm hoping that Big Bill isn't making the same mistake. I don't think Big Bill is. I think if it is a mistake, it's different because it's clearly with Brady. You don't want to get rid of Brady too early, but sometimes you get you kind of stuck. No, I, you know, my Bill is Bill is staying on brand, in my opinion. Belichick is staying on brand. This is what Belichick does. Either you come if come to to the agreement that Bill putting on that table where you at <laughs> in, in your career, or you can leave. He has done this to everybody. So and he tried to do it to Brady already. So I don't want anybody right. saying that this is an ego thing or Bill's not right or whatever. Nah, I ain't trying to hear that. He did that. I, I think yeah, I think it's different. Yeah. I just I just hope that I wonder does does Bill think Stidham can be Jimmy G. I just wonder. I I, I just I, I don't know. I, I I think about that sometimes. Um, back back to the last dance. I'm trying to think any other. What, what else? Uh, anything else for you personally that, that stuck out to you the first four episodes? Oh, the hatred between <laughs> Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas is so real. <laughs> it is so real. Till this, oh, to this day, to this day, <laughs> Ooh. 
Hey, did you see Isaiah Thomas on all the ESPN shows trying to clear his name? Man, you today? can't clear that up, dog. I mean, just take just... the L. Just take the L because it's not. <laughs> what was He's so, not gonna win in the what was so funny was they asked Mike, they was like, hey, Mike, so do you want to hear what Isaiah had to say? Like, hey, he's verbatim said exactly what Isaiah said. That was like, oh, dang. He did say that. He did. He probably said something he didn't mean then. He just said something now. He don't mean it. I was like, oh, oh. man, he knows Isaiah very well. <laughs> Sorry for Isaiah because we've heard this story before. We heard it in the Bad Boys documentary. Yeah, we've heard it in, in everything about the, the the relationship and the hand, not taking hands and all of that. I was watching it with my wife a little bit, and she kind of had the same feeling I had about Isaiah. Like if you just didn't know him, you just know the story, and you see Isaiah talking on TV. He just he comes off, and I don't mean this. In I'm not trying to talk about him. He just comes off as like. Like in in it don't it don't come off like genuine. It's like he's coming off. It's like he's trying to hold himself in a certain way, so you want to like him, but it's not really him. I don't know. I don't know. Just take the L. You're not going to win in the in the court of public opinion against him. It's not going to happen. Well, again, you got to understand that the propaganda around the bad boys never helped Isaiah. Um, right. Because like he said, hey, the Celtics did the exact same thing to us a couple of years prior. They walked off, and the only reason there's footage of me and Mikhail talking is because I ran and caught him before he walked off the court. So in their mind, they didn't do anything wrong. But going back to Jordan's point, was, hey, for the last three years, y'all kicked our butt and we just shook hands after we lost. So at least give mm-hmm. us that same respect, regardless of what happened prior. We, meaning the Bulls, have shook your hands as the better team every time you have beaten us. So we expected that from y'all and they, they didn't get it. So I kind of yeah. see it from both sides, but man, yeah. Isaiah trying to explain it. <clears throat> just, just leave that. Just, look just let just take the L. Just take hey, the L. Hey, we should have did it. My fault. But this whole, well, you know, people, you know, you know, I didn't shake his hand. So I went on the dream team. You know, that hurt me. I ain't got no gold medals. Isaiah. Isaiah. No, no, Isaiah got a gold medal. He doesn't have a gold medal with the dream team, but he played on the other Olympic team. No, he was a, he he said he was he was gonna go in eighty when they got when they boycotted. Oh yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. yeah. And in eighty four, he was already in the league in eighty four. So he's like, man, I didn't go in eighty because you know we boycotted it. Then ninety two, you know, and and so he's trying to come off as a sympathetic figure, which I feel him to a certain degree. He's taking more heat with this than anybody else from the Detroit team. You know, you know, but at the same time, sometimes you just take the L, just say, hey, this is what happened. This is what my mindset was at that time. Just take the L and move on. But this whole trying to make you feel sorry for you, it's not going to work. It's just, it's just, it's just. 
Just wanted to take a final break before the conclusion of our conversation. But again, we appreciate everyone listening to the show here on the Mr. 314 Podcast Network. Again, where our experts bring insight that you just can't find anywhere else. So we appreciate you listening in. We got more shows coming on the way. But let's listen in to the finale, the conclusion of my conversation with Lauren as we continue to talk about the Last Dance documentary. Isaiah should have been on the dream team, bro. He should have. Oh, he could have been the fourth guy on the team if you think about it. Who are you putting ahead of him besides MJ, Magic, and, and Bird? I mean, you're really ahead of him. You really can't. No. People who want to say at that like, time, nobody. Team, you know, nobody. I don't. I, I know. I know. John Stockton made the team, but it should have been Isaiah. It should have been Isaiah, with, with, especially yeah. with his coach on the team, coaching the team. Yeah, Isaiah should have. Been. And they were right, and they were the only. They were the first back-to-back champions since when? Like the the, the Celtics yep. in the sixties. Yep. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's no question about that. That's why I wish Isaiah would just let it, just, just man, just let your resume speak for itself. Just let it speak for itself. Because everybody pretty much knows who should have been on the team. It was funny looking back at the the footage of the Bad Boy Pistons. I didn't real. I for, I knew they beat the Lakers that, mm-hmm. that the '89 uh, Finals. I forgot mm-hmm. they swept the Lakers. Like they just yeah. mashed them, and they would have won probably eighty eight as well if Isaiah ankle doesn't get messed up. So they yeah. really they could have been a three p. They they really could have been a they could have been a three p. And I know that probably eats up at, at, at Isaiah a lot, but just like I mean because yeah, they they have a legitimate case for a three p. And they pretty much get caught up in history. They caught up their – they're right after kind of bird and magic is their kind of um you know you know they still had kind of magic in this peak but mm-hmm. bird was kind of getting banged up mm-hmm. and they were kind of before Mike. so they kind of in the middle between those two great eras in basketball and the fact that nobody liked them because the way they played it all just comes together where they just nobody likes them historically but I mean, they did go back to back. They were some great teams. I mean, it's just when you take the greatest player of all time and you disrespect him and show him up like that, and he's a vindictive person who's not going to forgive you for it. Nope. Nobody's going to forgive you for it. So you know, I'm just saying, I mean, me, I'm not talking about me personally, I think, but I'm just saying, like, everybody who loves Jordan, they're not going to like you because you showed him up right when he was just ascending. Like, you had won two titles. He's trying to get to where you at. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It, it just it just didn't look good. But a part of me feels sorry for Isaiah. But you know, it is what it is. Um, oh man! Well, I, 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 before we continue, I gotta say this: Scotty Pippen, I don't feel sorry for you, bro. I don't. I don't feel sorry for you. I understand the why you did the contract. I get that. Don't right. feel sorry for you. He people. was when he first signed it. He was top eight, right? When he first signed it, he was like top eight. But then it was just like in 2016 when that, when that TV money kicked in, and now you had these role players making 16 million dollars, so or 18 million dollars. So if you signed your deal a year or two before that, you could be a, a you could be an all star. Making as much as a three and D guy who's a fourth option on the team. Three and D, you know, 
I mean, and and you know who I, you know who was in a similar situation, but his was shorter. Look, you remember that contract Steph Curry had yeah. before he signed that? Mm-hmm. It was like four years, twenty-seven mil. Wasn't this film like a three twenty-seven? Yeah, it was super it was, low. He was he was getting yeah, paid pennies. Yeah, so he finally got broke off. So he's cool, but he had injury problems like Pippen had. You know, he had you know Steph's ankles was messed up for a long time. Yep. And they didn't know he'd ever get over it. So he took the deal like Pippen did with his back. So, I mean, I feel – I understand why he's frustrated. But like you said, I don't know if I consider it say I feel sorry for him. I don't. I, don't. A lot, I saw a lot of people saying they felt sorry for Scotty and know how bad he was getting treated. It's like that man signed that contract and still got paid. I don't want to hear that. Right. Don't worry. Yeah. So, I mean – it is what it is. It is what it is with that. And and the Rodman stuff. I mean, he already had his 30 for 30, which was really good. Um, my wife even liked that. She liked his 30 for 30. So, like, when they talked about him, I mean, they had the Carmen Electra stuff that was new, but everything else I pretty much heard about with, with you know, with, with Dennis for the most part. Um, I didn't hear about the Vegas trip either, though. That was new. Yeah, that Vegas trip was kind of fun. I, mean, I, wow. I, think that's, I think Dennis Rodman is the only person has ever asked for a vacation <laughs> in the season and got it. <laughs> he need a vacation. Hey, and Jordan was like, anybody need a vacation is me. <laughs> I, I, love, I love how uh, Phil set it up. He's like, hey, hey, Mike, uh, Dennis got something to tell you. <laughs> I was like, oh, Phil, you dirty dog. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! It's it's it's, it's some good stuff, man. From from this, um, what what team or what like person or situation would you want to see like a ten part? Like who would never get it, but you would like to see like somebody call somebody around for a year or something to have something like this for? Like what team in history or even currently would you want something like this for? Or um. Probably, you know me, man. I want. I would love to see that 20, 2012, 2013 Heatles. Um, mm. I tell you, the other mm. one I would love to see is the twenty. What is that? 2014, 2015 San Antonio. Was that the last mm. championship? 2013-2014. Yeah, 2013-2014. I would, I, would, I would love to see that behind the scenes because they were on a mission that year. Um, yeah, they were. After that, after the, the, the Ray Allen shot, they definitely were on a mission. Yeah, they were on a mission. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, I'm, trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm not, because that's, because you, you, you hear they got one coming out about the Redeem team in 08, which is probably going to be good. Oh um, really? Yeah, I think D Wade came out. Or Chris Paul, one of them came out and said they're working on that. Okay, so that's probably going to be really good. Too bad Kobe not here though, unless he already got some some of his interview done already for it. Man, um, yeah. Um, I got that's a good question. I'm trying to think because we've seen, we've had some we've had some good sports documentaries, so some stuff is, has been covered. Not like this though. Not like this. This is really good. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Derek Jeter's last I mean, season. Maybe that was... You said uh, who? Derek Jeter. His last season? Yeah. 
maybe the 07 Patriots. Maybe, you know, with the whole deflate gate and not deflate gate, the uh, spy gate. And yeah, we yeah, beat everybody by 40 points. That was probably, that's that's probably a good one. Cool. That would have been good behind the scenes with that. Then see everybody sick after we lose the Super Bowl. That would have been good. Um, that's a good though. I, I just thought about I just thought about that question as we were talking because I don't got to answer it myself, but there's a lot, you know. I'm trying to think. The 07 Patriots, I think, if you had behind the scenes, that'd have been awesome. Um, I mean, honestly, they if they had the Patriots last season, kind of like the last dance with, with a with, with a bad ending, but like Bill and Brady, their last run at it or something ah, like that. Man, I don't want to see that last run. That last run was sad. But we, I'm talking about but behind the scenes stuff could have been good. Uh, I, I don't know. Believe me, I don't, I don't want to say ending either. But if you got some, they got some footage of Brady. I'm tired of hearing his mouth. Oh, oh, what time they come on? <laughs> what time they come on? I'll watch that. So, uh, I'm trying to think what other team probably. Ooh, uh, what year did the Tampa yes. Bay? Which what year did Tampa Bay win that championship? Was it two thousand? No, no, oh, 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 three, oh, three, oh, two, oh, three. Yeah, I want to see that Tampa Bay team behind the scenes with Warren, uh, with uh, with with Cowboys teams. And, uh, yeah, Warren Sap, Warren Sap, yeah. I guess you could do one on like of those '90s Cowboys oh, teams John too. Ooh, that'd be good. <laughs> oh man, or um, what? What? I can't. That's a, I gotta think, man. That's how we talk. I gotta. I'm gonna have some more answers on that because it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of teams where if you really could follow them behind the scenes, they really got like they do with this documentary. It'll be some good stuff if people really. Could let loose. I'll could, take that. I'll really, take the last Cowboys championship run. I'll take that. I'll take that. Aiken and Irving, Dion and all them. Yeah. Oh man, you talking about some good footage. <laughs> you talking about some. You talking about some one liners. Yeah, it'd be some good stuff in there. That'd be some good nominees, man. But all right, man. Hey, thank you for uh, thank you for taking some time out. You know, talking about the NFL, talking about the draft. Talking about our outlook for next season and also talking about the last dance. We're gonna get back together again and we're gonna talk about more episodes as, as they come out. So oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, thank you again, man. Hey, take it easy. We'll do it again soon. Hey, right, you too, man. Thank you again for having me. That will conclude our show for today. I'd like to thank Lauren again for taking the time to come in talk about the NFL, talk about the draft, talk about the Last Dance documentary. So we appreciate that and hope to have them on again soon. And again, thank you everyone for listening to the show. We got more shows coming up. What do we take from this show? Well, we take that Lauren's happy that the Saints uh, got there, that they're about to get Jameis. He believes in Jameis. We get that. I believe in Jared Stidham. If Big Bill is willing to give this young man a chance. I believe in him. He's going to be the next big thing. He's going to lead the Patriots back to the Super Bowl. Uh, we also learned that Lauren does not feel sorry for Scottie Pippen for his contract situation. And we learned that I kind of sort of feel bad for Isaiah Thomas, but kind of not. But thank you guys again for listening. See you next time.